Hello, hello everyone. So today I'm speaking about pricing for positioning and maximum impact. So the thing is that pricing strategy is really key actually for positioning in your business, leverage and scale as well, because without a supported pricing strategy, leveraging and scaling becomes incredibly hard as well. Okay. So that is what I'm going to be covering off today. So the important thing to remember is when you're starting to think about how you might price generally in your business, or if you're introducing a specific new revenue stream in your business, first of all, I want you to remember that you are not your competitor. You do not know what your competitor's goals are. You do not know what their profits are, which is fundamentally important because remember that 99% of businesses fail because they run out of cash because they are not operating from a place of profit. So you do not want to copy them, the 99%, because quite frankly, 99% fail. Okay, you don't know what your competitor's lifestyle is, what their business hours are, whether they're working, you know, all the hours under the sun, and what impact that has on their family and their health and their life and everything else. Okay, and it's just not a strategic way to price by kind of and copying somebody else. Okay. So yeah, so you're saying that's how she's priced her services by looking at other pet sitters. And it's really, really common. It is by far the biggest way that most people price is just look around and I'll just kind of peg it somewhere in the middle there. But like I say, you don't know anything about your competitor, really. You don't know their goals. You don't know their profits. You don't know anything about their business. You don't know if they have cash in their business or if they are running themselves into the ground, if they are going to be, you know, filing for insolvency tomorrow. You have no idea. Therefore, copying somebody where you have no idea what their strategy is, you have no idea what their goals are, and you have no idea if they are even profitable is probably not the smartest way to price your services, as you might guess from the way that I'm talking. So most of us want to make sure that our clients are getting the best service, that they are, you know, that we are pleased because we want to give them the results that are awesome for them. We want to see them achieve amazing things. We want to see them go really far. We want to do great work with them, all that kind of thing. And we can't do that if we are the Primark, okay? Because the Primark is pile them high. It is get a ton of people in at dirt cheap and flog, okay? That is the Primark. That is not the Chanel option. That is not the white glove. It is not the luxury. It is not the concierge. It is not the butler. It is not the five-star plus hotel. It is, you know, it is pile them high, sell them cheap. And with that, you know, think of the different positioning that those two businesses have, the Primark positioning and the Chanel positioning. Think of how differently they are positioned in a person they attract as a result. Now, I know for me in my business, I'm certainly not the cheapest accounting firm, but we do give a better service than many of our competitors. And therefore, we are positioning ourselves at that higher end of the scale strategically and on purpose because that is the type of client that we love working with. We love working with clients who understand that there is a value to a higher service, that see the value in that, and therefore they are willing to pay a higher price for that greater value, for that impact that they have in their business. So that means that as long as you can support the value you're providing for the price point, and the outcome that you get for your clients. That is incredibly important to sell the result to your clients and not the process. 
it's about selling the result and not the process. So this kind of understanding is really, really important for CEOs because I come across CEOs at every single level who've started off probably running a seven-figure, eight-figure positioning and correct this in their business when they realize that this method of pricing is no longer sustainable, that it's not how they want to be positioned in the marketplace and it's not serving them and their business. And so, you know, have a think about this, no matter what stage in business you are, do you want to be the Primark, sell it low, you know, pile them high, sell it cheap? Do you want to be the white glove? Where do you want to be? What does that look like for you in the business? So the thing is that how do you then price yourself and position yourself in the market? Well, Another thing to remember is if you are the cheapest, then it does often raise suspicion because people wonder if something is wrong or when are they going to find out what the catch is? There must be a catch. What is the reason for you being much cheaper? Is it your poor quality? Why is your service cheaper than everybody else? And I know that I've done this before. I know that I have done this with coaches before where I've been looking around for a new coach and, and I've actually done this with business coaching and actually with personal trainers as well. So with health coaching too, I've looked around for a new coach and you know some of the people that I've spoken to are pretty cheap. They're on the cheaper end. And I've actually you know thought to myself, well, how good can their results be they're getting for clients? They can't be that good because you know, they're not positioning themselves as the luxury white glove service. They're not positioning themselves as a high end coach. They're positioning themselves as the cheap one. And people will think that about you as well. I won't be the only person that thinks this way, you know, when you're on the cheaper end of the scale. So when you're thinking about pricing, the best way to start thinking about pricing is asking yourself, do I have available to work right now? That means how many hours do I actually have available to be serving my clients? And even if you are working full-time in your business, but if you are starting to think about your pricing on, okay, I've got 40 hours a week and I'm charging X an hour, therefore, you know, that means my revenue will be Y. There's a big difference between 40 hours a week on client work and 10 hours a week on client work. That actually means you need to be charging four times in your business to get the same revenue when you take two things that you have going on in your business, okay? All the other things that exist there. So if you are basing it on a on a 40 hour work week, doing the client facing work to make money, depending on your business model. So face-to-face -face work necessarily, you might be doing one-to-many, you might have team doing face-to-face -face work, but it needs to be taken into account. So usually work with clients. They then might introduce group work, introduce digital products. But if you don't sort out your price, introduce that scale, everything is going to be out of whack and it's not going to work properly. It's going to go all crazy when you start trying to add the different types of services in. Okay. Also, if you start adding in, you know, say digital products or group things before you've got a pretty healthy one-to-one -one, um, client bookings, then you're usually going to have a problem with volume in your audience. You need to make sure when you've got group or digital products that your audience. So 
I want you to think about, I want you to start thinking about how many hours you have. I want you to layer in all the other stuff that you need to achieve in your business day and your working day that ties into this as well. Okay. Because you have lots of other things that need to happen in your business. So generally speaking, we usually say to double it to get what your revenue is going to be. So if you want your take home to be 50 grand and double it hundred K revenue. Okay. So I have hundred K revenue and I have 10 hours to work on a week billable hours, you divide one by the other, you get what your hourly rate needs to be. Okay. And therefore you can start thinking, okay, well, you know, this product or service I have demands this much of my time every week or every month in client hours. Therefore I need to be charging this for my time overall and for this product for each person that buys. Okay. So it's back calculating what your service is going to be priced at based on the revenue goal that you need to hit, based on the uh, number of people that you can serve with the number of hours that you have, and it's calculating it that way, okay? So how many people do you, are you able to serve in those client-facing hours that you have? What does that look like? What does that mean each person needs to pay? Can you do that with one-to-one? Do you need to use a group program to support that as well? What does that makeup look like for you? Okay. If you are a relatively new business owner, if you are less than six-figure business owner, I always recommend focusing on one. Most people, it will be one-to-one services. It's usually the best and easiest way to scale to six figures fastest. And then you can introduce group, then you can introduce digital products. If you are an advanced business owner, if you have most of your income already coming from actively working with clients, but this is all about working backwards, looking at the billable hours and then seeing what price point you need to charge and how that can be done. So you're basically backing into the numbers, okay? You're back calculating it all based on where you need your revenue to be. That is how I want you to start thinking about pricing. I want you to start thinking about the back calculating what revenue do you need from a particular revenue stream? How many people can you support at any one time in that revenue stream? What does that look like for you based on the billable hours you have available in the day or your team has available in the day? And then, okay, that means we need to charge each person X and working it that way. Now, of course, when you get to what you need to charge each person, you need to make sure you have the value to back that up. And making sure that is in alignment because otherwise you're completely out of integrity and it's, it's a horrible place. What do you need to do to fulfill that? What does that look like for you and your business? How can you deliver at that level? Okay. That's a really key, key, important point that I nearly skipped over, but it's massively, massively important. So making sure that you have that in place as well. And then you can have that revenue stream operating the way that you want. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.